Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's a grand old fact. to the Clicking Balls 2017 season primer for the Melbourne Demons. My name's Heath, and as always, we've got Brenton. G'day. And Josh. Yep. And we've got a special guest from uh, the, the Melbourne Demon uh, expert amongst us. Ricky, how you doing? Yeah, good, man. Um, so how long have you been with the Demons? Well, it, or is it just their recent success that's attracted you to them? Actually, no, it's just, just, uh, <laughs> just to, to give um, Ricky an endorsement, he knows how to sail. So that meant that he had oh, to go yeah. for Melbourne Demons. Shit. I don't, own boat sh- I don't own any boat shoes, though, so it's problematic. Well, uh, but if you wear so sh- you lease them? <laughs> if you wear shoes on a boat, they become boat shoes. Yeah? <laughs> Tax deductible that way. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm really asking is, how long have you been an MCC member? Uh, <laughs> no, just a D's member, nine years now, the D's member, but it uh, goes through the family blood grandparents parents and all that sort of thing so, so I didn't really have a choice down the first fleet yeah, Blood, mom, bloodline's very important my mum still tells me stories about when she uh, saw Melbourne win their last grand final when she was nine <laughs> so <laughs> top of your head was it 62 64 there you go not too bad I got pretty close but yeah it's been, fair to say it's been a, a little while are they the longest streak at the minute without yes. a premiership Yes. Thanks to the Bulldogs last year. What oh, St Kilda? 66. Yeah. 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 The Bulldogs so. cheated you out of it. Cheated it, yeah. Um, so well, we're due now. Exactly, yeah. that's exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> Jew. No, he uh, left. <laughs> Good Nick's gone. Good Nick's gone. Um, so a quick look at 2016 then. The Melbourne Demons had 10 wins and finished 11th on percentage. So they're actually equal with uh, Port, I think, and a couple of other sides on there. Um, the last year of Paul Ruse's reigns as well. So... How did you sum up 2016 for your boys? I mean, started off pretty poorly with a loss over Bombers, but yeah. uh, that was a bit hard to take. But, but I mean, that was coming off the win off GWS in round one, yeah, which that's was true. fantastic. Yeah. Again, we didn't know what we were looking at when when uh, when we actually won that game because yep. we thought, oh, well, GWS have been pretty rubbish, and yep. you know, and then they just went on in the rest of that season to start kicking some absolute ass. So, you know, yeah, as the season sort of ticked over and we were doing well and um, the season went on and on and then yeah. we got up to Hawthorne and then won that game and oh. I think everyone started getting a hard on so yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then the rest of the season just absolutely took a nosedive we lost to Carlton and and uh, ended up getting absolutely flogged by Geelong so yeah. I think it was such a young squad, it was uh, always going to be tough to run out a whole season playing at, at maximum potential. But uh, there was always small little goals on the way, which yeah. was having consistency and trying to manage injury, especially with like that young squad. Which, I mean, they did all right. They definitely bolstered their, their recruiting and um, did the, they learned from their mistakes of, of um, blooding young players a bit too prematurely. 
I think putting a target yeah. on uh, blokes a bit young too. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's, uh, you know, Paul Ruse, the Messiah. He, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, that, that was my next question, actually. Yeah, <laughs> he, he came in and he... Um, actually, one of the big things was just teaching the all the playing group what it took to play AFL football. Yeah, clearly exactly. what, what the footy looked like. Professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he came in, they didn't, you know, they didn't have those standards. It was yeah. just, it was pretty shocking. So... Um, even right down for from fitness and things like that. And, and like Nathan Jones, actually, he took Nathan Jones aside, probably our best player on yeah. the team at the time, and actually started making him play as a tagger and a, in a defensive role to teach him ground up yeah. Yeah. how to play the game again. Yeah. So, which from a, a guy that could get close to 30 touches in, in many of the games yeah. was pretty, you know, pretty bold move of him to sort it's of definitely go, balls, yeah. Yeah. So well, that professionalism, though, uh, I, there was a famous story of uh, the rugby league player for the Storm, uh, Slater. Sure, Billy Slater. Yeah, Billy Slater. Thank you. I was going to say Michael Slater. I know it's not that. <laughs> um, he spoke about you know because they share training facilities with Melbourne, and he's saying back in the day, you know, they'd go uh, the Storm players would have their three minute ice baths, ice baths, while the Melbourne players were sitting in the spas. And they're like guys, <laughs> professionals. You know, this is that kind of thing just didn't happen until you got somebody of of Paul Ruse in. So three years, um, they climbed up back to 10th, but his influence is bigger than that really, isn't it? Well, I think yeah. too, some players, they know that, uh, that they're the star. So when a, a bloke, a, a new coach comes in, the player's like, well, they need me more than you, coach. Yeah. Where Roos came in, it's, no, nah, mate, uh, he's safe. Every player is uh, yeah. dispensable. Yeah, I'm going to come back to Nathan Jones in so many instances because I think he's a, prime he, he is the prime example. He's like one of the few players that's still there yep. um, and everything like well, that. Well, he hasn't got a media well. career waiting for him. I, <laughs> I saw him on the, the women's footy show. He was ordinary. Was he? Yeah, he was oh, that's he, a shame. Look, he, nice bloke, but just very much in his shell. Well, he's got to punch the interviewer first then. <laughs> just get himself into it. I think the interviewer was a... a um, Daisy Pierce, so I kind of hope he wouldn't. I'm not adjusting it. <laughs> I stand by what I said. Yeah, but Ruzi and um, and Jonesy sat down, at, like they talked to the media a bit about this. That um, they they had a lot of conversation around what was a good game of football. Mm-hmm. So right. Paul Ruse was trying to tell Nathan Jones that I don't care if you get 35 touches that, and you know if you're just bombing it into forward lines, yeah. it doesn't matter. Get me 20 really efficient yep. touches. And that's a good game of football. And it took Nathan Jones a little while to come around to understand yeah. that that's, yeah. that's what the coach wanted of him. Yeah. Well, Basher Hooley um, still hasn't understood that. <laughs> well, that's true because you'd start to make the other team, teammates around him better as well by playing that way. Mm. Yeah, so much. bring him in. Yeah. So when, when's uh, Damien Howick had a contract? Uh, well, he's got a contract for the rest of this year, but, you know. Well, looks like, yeah, probably putting the hardware on Paul Roos just down the road a little bit. <laughs> I would be stunned if Richmond had Good luck uh, with that. I'm yeah. sure Richmond's already looking at a contract extension for hardware. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no they'll, they'll pick up Buckley. We've got Spud Frawley back. It's all good. <laughs> Dream team. Um, so we'll have a look at... Uh, oh, the other thing you did touch on, obviously, with that Hawks win um, in rounds 17, 18, or thereabouts. So I think for the majority of the players that uh, were in that side, that's their first win over Hawthorne. So that's a massive yeah. um, mm. monkey off their back kind of thing. Yep. So I think it was like 12 or 13 in a row. Well, I was um, stirring up a few Melbourne supporters that were on Reddit saying that uh, I think it was end of la- an end of uh, 2015. They were on their longest winning streak in eight years, which was one. <laughs> um, funny, but-, <laughs> <aren't you? laughs> but last year they put some nice wins together. 
Yeah, and it was just um, running at a team of, of consistency, consistent performers, which uh, they always struggled to get. And obviously with the young squad and having so many injuries, uh, it helped, um, you know, I'm guessing the professionalism back of house helped sort of uh, um, mitigate some of those injuries as well. Yeah. Well, you know, breaking hoodoos is uh, pretty easy to do when two wins in <laughs> already breaking one of them. The bar was set low, was, but still, we, we get, still got to do it. We get round one uh, at St Kilda at Etihad, and we haven't beaten their, them there in over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's a very interesting sort of start to their season as well. I, yep. I think it's a, a fantastic start because St Kilda are a team on the rise as well. Um, I think they're probably a shade behind Melbourne in terms of where they are in their build-up. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be a fantastic match. Yeah, well, they play, um, uh, things Geelong round three at Etihad as well. So it's a good way to lead into that, see where they're really standing. I think they leave Melbourne until about round eight. Um, that's exactly the first that, away yeah. in Rounds Adelaide. one to seven are in uh, MCG or Etihad. Yeah, so they got a chance to really just hit the ground running for 2017. Some very winnable matches. And they could realistically be like six six and two or something, by, or six and one, yep. seven, five and two by the time they go out. Before we get to that, we'll look at their off-season. Um, we'll do it with their outs first. And uh, Jack Grimes um, is a yeah. bit unfortunate. He's a poor lad that was given uh, a hard hand, really. Yeah. He's dealt a hard hand. Well, it, it actually, I mean, all the Melbourne supporters... We wanted to see him playing games yeah. last year. Yeah. He grew up a Melbourne boy. He oh, uh, really? bleeds, you know, bleeds the red and blue. So, um, yeah, wanting to see him achieve success. But yeah. look, you know, he got to his 100 games with Melbourne. So hopefully, he's got a he's had to start along yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. Had to start. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, Does it still count for illegitimate kids? Well, I mean, to say if yeah, if not, North Melbourne support. Exactly. So yeah, say, there's going to be a whole bunch of carries coming through. <laughs> Imagine Collingwood's <laughs> talent pool. <they> <laughs> Unfortunately, you just got to own up to being the father. Um, Lyndon Dunn, who I thought was a bit um, unlucky, because I didn't mind Lyndon Dunn in the back line at Melbourne. Um, yeah, but, really, uh, really gets beaten one-on-one. Yeah, and got a fair old boot on him too, but uh, he's plying his trade across the road now at, uh, at Collingwood this year. Yeah. yeah, it was interesting to see it uh, last year that both he and Cole Garland fell out of favour and they, yeah. neither of them could crack into the team. Is it just the birth certificate, you think? Just the age? <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon it would be. And we had some guys like Wagner and yep. um, Oscar McDonald, who's yeah. Um, yeah. contentious. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the conversation around Oscar McDonald between Melbourne supporters is always an interesting one. People <laughs> telling everyone that he's an absolute waste of time and <laughs> other people saying the only reason he could get a game was to get Tom McDonald to sign another contract <laughs> and, uh, and everyone else, uh, you know... Oh, uh, the old Nathan Ablett syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the Cloak Brothers. <laughs> go through two shit ones to get a, another shit one. <laughs> the the shit. His, his dad was thrown in for free. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Chris Dawes uh, finally put up stumps. Is a lad that probably got his potential before he reached uh, Melbourne. Um, yeah. It seems to be a nice guy and everything, but it's just not aggressive enough or, or uh, to, yeah. to play that key position. He, he seems satisfied. Well, they, they had a role for him, but he just didn't manage to really own it enough. So that was injuries. Well, like, yeah. uh, what, what held him back was injuries, and the one thing that... Um, that was the big talking point was his calf. So his calf yeah. right. uh, kept playing up, and that was the the thing that re- kept reoccurring. Fucking yep. dairy farms. And then <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty much, pretty much um, when when he was, you know, let go by Melbourne at the end of that season, there no other club nah. even yeah. looked at him because uh, they reckon that the, the calf was just well, shot. not just that. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
uh, what also hurt him was uh, a young lad by the name of Jesse Hogan came in. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, well, are we going to give Chris Dawes a few more games to round out his career, or is Jesse Hogan the future of our club? But surely the Brisbane Lions would have taken a flyer at uh, <laughs> Dawes. Yeah. If he was willing to stay there for 12 months, they would have taken a flyer. I'll tell you what, though. I reckon Jesse Hogan puts it around a bit. I reckon in about two or three years, there'll be a bunch of kids coming through under his name. <laughs> Some little shaggy dudes coming through. <laughs> <laughs> the little hulksters. Uh, ben Newton, um, also delisted at the end of the year, and... And Hertia Lumumba, who isn't actually delisted, but won't be playing. Yeah. One of the weirdest ones. Well, if anyone's going to have a weird result, it's him. Let's let's be honest. Do you think they've just done it because they didn't want his uh, retirement speech? I hope so. (laughs) Smart planning. Because um, I already had jokes written for his retirement speech. <laughs> I'm, I'm just assuming he's gone over to, you know, let Obama know what Obama's next move should be. Yeah, how he should treat his um, home people of Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Best mate, the Dalai Lama, I think, invited him over for yeah. a cup of tea. So. <laughs> if he invited him over by, via telepathy, I, I believe it. I believe his belief <laughs> that that's what happened. I, I actually don't mind uh, Lumumba as a player. The only th- mm. He has a weird running style, but you know he gets where he needs to go. It's the only bit... way he can kick is up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> um, oh, I thought he was an honest defender in that he mm. knew what his limitations were when he was at Collingwood. Yeah. Um, when he got across to Melbourne, it was um, injuries, and, and I think he even said that um, concussions played a, a fair role in, in the end of his career. So yeah. he wasn't the same player anymore. Um, but uh, no, so, literally, he's hurting a little more now. Change his name. Yeah. That that does help. Um, but he knew his limitations at Collingwood too, and that was telling Buckley to go get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who hasn't maybe, wanted to do that? Maybe one one limitation short. He was just there. Um, but let's have a look at the ends then. Um, the, the big one, obviously, is Jordan Lewis, who uh, at the start of the trade period would not have imagined that he was leaving. Well, you're a Hawks man. You must you must love Jordan Lewis. Okay, I'll start that again. I could not imagine. <laughs> well, I just love the fact that uh, the story that came out was he gets the, gets the call to come in and have a chat, and he's like, "Oh, you might be making me captain." Yeah, beauty. And they're like, "Well, you might be, but it won't be with the Hawks Hawk team." <laughs> yeah, it's like your girlfriend saying, "I'm pregnant." You're like, "Yes, not yours." <laughs> what? It's pretty pretty close to that. Yeah, it was a big surprise when I first heard about that, and as it was for everyone in the the football world. Um, and then the you know dropping Melbourne as the, the and he, he was a Melbourne supporter growing up ah, as right. well apparently yep. ah that explains the so... yamaka <laughs> actually I did see the inside source had a, a headline with that you know uh, Melbourne training gets awkward as uh, one of the young players points out that Lewis has a bald spot <laughs> yeah I, I, somehow I get a feeling that it gets pointed out to Lewis every single game and that's why <laughs> he leads the league in tummy punches. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe Goldstein said something to him. I don't know. Uh, it's due on ex- due violence. That's what that is. <laughs> better to explain the uh, running, leaping, only just reaching your head coat hanger. <laughs> you mean spoil attempt. <laughs> Eight but, feet in the air. To be honest, he is of more value to Melbourne than he is to Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he was, he was runner-up best and fairest. Sorry? Your list isn't that good. <laughs> no. And, and neither is Jordan Lewis. However... His um, his brains and his thinking ability is what Melbourne are going to benefit from. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why they've got it. Do you reckon he has to shave his head? Yeah, like just fit in with Lewis uh, with um, Jonesy. Jonesy. I think it'd be a good idea for him. Yeah. I think Bug should shave. Nothing his head to do too. with Jones. I think it's just generally a good idea for yeah. him. Yeah, when the youngsters give you a shit about a bald spot, that's when you just go, "Yeah, well, I can oh. shave mine, mate." What like, <laughs> beat you up? What do you think happens if Jonesy says you're going to shave your head and Lewis says no? Who wins? 
Um, I reckon Lewis just goes to his cupboard and pulls out a couple of medals and tells him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll spend the night in hospital. Don't get me wrong. He'll be pulling but he's still medals out it. of his record. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still going to be there. Worth it. Yeah, Jonesy goes to his car, pulls out a couple of weapons and goes, yeah, <laughs> Um We've also got uh, Michael Hibbard um, across from the Essendon. I think that's a great pickup. Pig yeah. hit, yeah. He, he was borderline All-Australian um, a couple of years ago. And obviously, I don't know what happened um, since then uh, over at Essendon, but, you know, something something some, happened. Some drama, yeah. Something. Um, but again, uh, just another uh, wise senior head down back um, yeah. who can penetrate going forward. Did they get him and Melksham for pretty much nothing? Uh, in in separate years. Yeah. 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 No, it wasn't pretty much nothing. We gave up the, our second round pick to get him. We wanted to oh, give... for Melksham or for... For Hibbard. For so Hibbard. Oh, we wanted right. to give up less than that and we wanted to give the next year's second round pick. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah in typical Essendon style, they, they weren't into being friendly in negotiations. Yeah. And Getting the trade across is not typical Essendon style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and even Melksham was... We... we look, you know, we probably it was probably fair. Uh, you know what we yeah. gave for him, but you know it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a great deal. Yep. Um, yeah. Remember when Essendon said, oh, "You know, if teams want to, uh, players want to leave us because this scandal, we'll make it happen." Yeah. Well, I'll make it happen until you want to go. Yeah. That was their problem; is they didn't think anyone would want to go. Yeah. So you can make those promises when you, you know, think they're going to leave it. It was just. It's just a weird mental process. Like, yeah, look, we may or may not have injected you with shit that we don't know what the fuck it is, but you'll probably still hang about, right? <laughs> it may not happen again. Why would they want to leave? Yeah, I know. Yeah. They, they, we gave them the good shit. We just built new facilities. <laughs> um, so we'll have a look at the draw for 2017. Like hang on, hang on, one more in. Oh, you one, one more in? One yeah. more in. We've got young Lachlan Flipovich coming into the team. I'm sorry, yes, I, I did Flip- not uh, uh, Flipovich. <laughs> He's got to have the name Crocop, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> His left leg better be devastating. Oh, I'll tell you what, if he, if he kicks one out of the air... Yep, 19-year-old rookie, do not fuck with this guy. <laughs> yep, Crow Cop it is. Yep. I like it. Do you reckon uh, he and Ivan Marich just sort of, when they... Give each other a white berth. And they, they, plan- just sort of, they sort of walk on the field, just nod, nod. Yeah, all right. I think they get together and plan how they can shake down the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> all the bouncers. <laughs> lots of money left on the table here. <laughs> Um, like we said, rounds one to seven, they don't leave uh, Melbourne, um, which is going to be a good start for the year for them. But uh, their double-ups for 2017, we've got Adelaide North. And North is a good double-up. We'll come back to that one. Uh, the Saints, Collingwood and Carlton. Um, but North, I think, at the minute, North Melbourne have 13 or, or something like that wins in a row over Melbourne. It's the longest streak in the AFL. Really? So the D's have got two chances in the year to uh, reverse that one. So like we said, breaking... Um, hoodoos and, and all that kind of stuff. They've done a couple in the last few years, so that could be the next one. Well, yeah. whoever, whoever plays um, nor, uh, Melbourne after that won't have to worry about tagging Jordan Lewis. Because he gets reported every time he plays <laughs> North. <laughs> match. And I, uh, I like any season we get to play Collingwood twice, because if we beat them twice, then it's a season. Don't have to make the eight. Just last yep. year we beat Collingwood twice. I had to remind every supporter up we got beaten by Geelong by that much. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, waste of time. Oh, what's going on? We'll be Collingwood twice. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. No, great season. It's like the the Olympics, time, as long as we beat New Zealand. It's the only yeah. time I went down to Swan Street to watch the training with a banner. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Collingwood. If they could read, they'd be really upset. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... Out of those sides, I've only got um, Adelaide and the Saints as the ones that are going to be in the eight. So it's, I mean, it's the draw you would expect considering they finished uh, 10th last year. Yeah. 
Um, the only thing I would have preferred, if I was a Melbourne supporter, to have a double up against Port. Because even though they don't always beat Port, they always seem to play their best against Port. Um, particularly, they play in Darwin or Alice Springs? Yeah, we played shit in Darwin last year. Last yeah, year. But, um, yeah, that was... That was a shit game for all around, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was, that was horrible. Poor. looked like it was in like a country... It looked like country league footy. That's what it looked like. They yeah, usually play really well. I think we played one good quarter, got yeah. ourselves right yeah. back in the game where we should never have been in it. Yeah. And then they just ran away. Yeah. In the Even their, their play style was a shit game to watch on, on both both counts. Yeah. But it's uh, I remember quite a few times that Melbourne at Adelaide Oval really took it up to Port. And when Port were, you know, looking like contenders. Yeah. Um, and I think one of those games is when we got the, the Viney rule, where he got suspended for doing nothing. What was that one? Remember that one? No. He got bumped into somebody? Any times that he's been suspended. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Bandits for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, Luke Hodges said he's his favorite player, is Vardy. And I thought... Okay, that's Luke Hodge feels hard done by because of <laughs> Jamie no, Viney's treatment. I remember Viney got uh, who do you give the quick one two to? Oh, yeah. You gave a quick left right combo. Was, was it? Hmm? Was that Rance? Oh, I was going to say Stevie J. After Rance put one into, yeah. well, I think it was actually. Yeah. But he, he, I think he only got one match, or he it, it was down to one match, pretty much because they said, well, it didn't really have an effect. It's like that. that I don't know. I'd, I'd kind of, if I'd given someone my best punches, I want to get suspended for about four or five matches. Well, I mean, they, they were bus rooting open hand palm strikes. Yeah. And well, Rance forgave him. He would have gotten no weeks if it was Tyrone Vickery. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. nothing seems to have changed. Yeah, no, yeah because Tyrone would have been like, I don't remember it happening. <laughs> that, was no it? brain damage there. <laughs> well, no further brain damage, sorry. <laughs> was, it, was it Tyrone took out uh, Cox in his last game in the ruck? Just gave him a fucking big overhand right? Pretty sure it was in front of the West Australian crowd too. It was. It yeah. was over there. It was it was Dean Cox's last game. Yeah. It yeah. ended up being his last game. Yeah. Uh, it was Brad Ebert that he hit uh, a couple of times. Oh, that's fair enough. Right. That's fair enough. I mean, we all want to punch Brad Ebert. Let's be honest. But uh, getting back to the the Port Adelaide thing, I find it really hard to watch the Melbourne Port Adelaide games because seeing Ollie Wines run around when we yeah. picked up Tumpus instead. Yeah. And Jack and now, Vi- Jack Viney and Ollie Wines are really really good mates. Yeah. So, oh man, if those two were running around in a midfield together, exactly. God damn it. And especially using Bernie Vince, good mates with uh, Dangerwood and, and Tex as well. So yeah. if you had a chance of getting uh, <laughs> Danger there, get Tex too. He was too. rooming with Tex for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they're all sort of bringing, brought up uh, that same sort of era. They were living together. See it on Facebook. That's interesting. <laughs> Spent a lot of time in the Crows together too, obviously. Yeah. As um, as they come, Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so who's going to have a big year in 2017 
um, for Melbourne? Who's going to lead the charge for them? Uh, look, are you, you're asking me for people that aren't the predictable ones? or are you, well, are you, Predictable uh, ones you know, gone. Like uh, Max Gorn is going to determine that team. Especially so with the rule changes that they've fallen mm-hmm. into place. Yep. So now one-on-one rucking. Yep. Uh, yep. He's a beast. And then in the preseason, what we've seen is they've slipped him up forward quite a bit. Been playing Jake Spencer. Jake Spencer, yeah. Yep. And Spence does... Spencil does pretty well <laughs> up uh, up in the ruck there, and and Gorney's just is actually kind of athletic when you see him in the forward line. He, yeah. he gets a own. He's does the Sandylands thing where you can just stick your hands up yep. and either get a free exactly. kick or a mark. But he's amazing where he's come from. Well. Gorn, like because he was you know uh, sort of a year and a half ago he was a nobody yeah, in, in the AFL circles. Oh, yep. he was about five knee reconstructions or something. Yeah, you know that's it was yeah. eight years pretty much that he was with Melbourne and we knew the talent that was there obviously they because they renewed his contract yeah. you know yeah. several times in in that period of time and he um you know he's they they just persisted with him exactly that yep. breakout game that he had against Geelong down in uh, yep. down there down there um yep. you know it sort of showed why they were hanging on to him for so long and uh now he's at, he's had two pre-seasons under his belt until so then, un- inter- never, ever had a full preseason. Yeah, uninterrupted yep. preseason. So what that tells me is that guys like Lewenberg and McKernan, they should be growing beards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> longer the better. Well, it's been the problem with um, sort of big man is keeping them fit. Because I think they've still got, um, not Jordan King, uh, Mitchell King. He's a 19-year-old, had two knee recos, 200 centimetres, 100 kilos. Yeah. Looks like a good talent, but... We've got two Kings that are that are Ruckman, and one of them... Yeah. Uh, one of them... I think Max Jake? King. Max King. <laughs> <laughs> Jake King. Yeah, he's a ruckman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think, that's, I think that's why, um, you know, Jake Spencer's actually yeah. getting a game. He's growing a beard. So, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like just to get a roof over his head. <laughs> Homeless looking. Um, yeah, so I, mean, I think Viney as well should be yeah. um, contending for all Australian. I yep. mean, what's he, about four years in now? Um, so he's still very young, um, but with guys like Lewis and Jones around him, I mean Lewis is now just an extra layer of protection for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Viney got named co-captain. Um, yeah. You know this year, and I think there's quite a lot of supporters were a bit sort of like, oh, is it too early? Don't put the pressure on him. All yeah. of these sorts of things. But what they came out and they said is, is uh, he's actually earned it. And one of the stories you consistently hear about Jack Viney around the club pre-season, middle of the week, whatever it is, he's in first, out last. Yep. He's pushing like 110% in any session that he's doing, yep. and he's pushing every other player around him. So he's going up to them on the weights bench. You can lift yeah. more than that, you know, add yep. a few on, get everyone injured. Yep. Do that sort of stuff, <laughs> Stick so. this in your so, ass. <laughs> so what do you personally think about <laughs> adding him as a co-captain? There is a nobody that thinks that Nathan Jones was lacking when it came to the leadership department. Yeah, look, I mean... As Josh pointed out on the AFL women's couch, there he was uh, not the best not in most media, the, not the most vociferous um, of lads. Yeah, and one of the Viney things certainly is. <laughs> one of the things Jones does beautifully is he actually gets all the young players around him in the off season and everything oh, like right. that. Spends a lot of time with them, teaches them what to do to not get yourself in in trouble. <laughs> um, you know, don't drink, drive, don't do to punish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he didn't teach that to her. It's like a rehabilitated Larry, fellow who goes back to jail to give a, <laughs> give a, give a little seminar. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you know he he does inject a bit of youth. But look, and quite a lot of people I've talked to have said, I oh, would have quite happily left it with Jones for another two years. Yep. And 
put Viney as co uh, as, as vice captain and you know sort of let him learn it. But mm. you know Goodwin's come in, uh, he's setting the standards and what he wants, and Viney probably represents a lot of what he wants from the players. True, yeah. Um, and that might be what it's really about is Goodwin sort of stamping his authority um, and and creating his brand. Yeah, I think too. Like, there's one thing Jones doesn't do. He's not that constant talking. Like, he'll have a quick chat to the blokes around him. But he won't sort of run up and have a chat to someone. He won't get in his opposition's ear. Whereas Viney seems to love that shit. He just yeah. loves to yeah. keep keep the yap going, keep chalking everything up. Which um, you know, I, I like a bit of that bastard. Well, yeah. it's funny they do they do those mic'd up yep. sessions, you know. And and Jonesy's been mic'd up quite a few times. I've listened to them, and he sounds like he's screaming like a girl on the field. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, he doesn't look like that, but he... Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah, the record he... to show that I did not say that. Yeah. <laughs> it was not me. I did not say that he, um, Jonesy yeah, sounds but like a girl. He is, he is a lot more vocal than I you know, thought he would be, and mm. in interv- interviews with him as well, he's talked about how he had absolutely no leadership ambitions when he yeah. first started playing. He didn't wasn't interested in that pressure and stuff like that, yeah. and he's kind of grown into that role, and I think... Paul Ruse taught him a lot about, you know, how to to lead yeah. the players and you don't need to be I still think there's something to be said for the sledge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess he's a bit self conscious <laughs> about that voice. <laughs> you know, got a bit of bit of uh, support behind him, now he's out or go uh, firing all guns. So didn't stop Rashudo. And so he didn't stop Kernahan either. Yeah, true. <laughs> Probably should have. But the thing that impressed me most with Jack Viney is the ability to keep his feet, like his core strength. Yeah. And just you look at his thighs, they are fucking massive. Like, he must be able to squat pretty much the team. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, whenever he's like in flight, lands on his feet and is always looking to give it off or, or push forward, which is a great way to set up plays, especially around when he was sneaking around half back line just to help out. It was really, really incredible. Yeah, well, he did, you know, when he saw Fife have his Brownlow season and everything like that, he straight went to one of the trainers and said, I want that. Yep. Like, show me what I need to do to get that sort of strength and things like that. So yeah. he wasn't just sitting there going, yeah. all right, just give me my training thing. I'll do it and I'll do it really hard. He's yeah. like, I want to work on this. I want to work on that. So he's, you know, well, some I mean, players, okay. Jack Watts and things like that, will, <laughs> will roll in, do what, you know, what they're being told to do and, and okay. not, not too much more. And uh, guys like Viney will come in and they'll look for every little yeah. well, know, I mean, thing he, they can do. That's his old man's uh, trade basically these days, isn't it? Um, doing the because he was uh, fitness coach for Philippoussis at yeah, one stage, and that's not, a good, so, that's not a good. That's not a good thing to put in Well, oh, one yeah. thing you say about <laughs> Philippoussis, he was fit. He had oh, core yeah. strength. There's like a lot of women that can tell <laughs> exactly. he's very fit. Could go for. Yeah, anyway. well, it's kind of like thrust things into orbit. The Michael Jordan, Alan Iverson comparison, where Jordan would make his team work hard as fuck and practice, and Alison yep. Iverson was like, "You got no more recruiting. You here talking about practice." <laughs> Oh, okay. I know that story. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, okay, so you've already alluded to it, but who's on the chopping block? Um, let's cut the chase. Out of tradition, <laughs> is Jack Watts. His, his whole career has been on the chopping block. Uh, can he stay? Can he? Uh, yes. Yeah. He can. Of course, he's got a three-year contract. Um, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I mean, he had a cracking last season, and it, hopefully that I'm not right and saying last season yeah but um you know he came back and that has had to work his way back in i mean every melbourne supporter just loved seeing him play a good season last year yeah it was just after all the shit he's copped from everyone and um including ourselves the supporters um, you know and 
And I've seen it a couple of seasons before that where he'd start round one and he'd fly into packs and he'd actually get a bit physical and you're like, oh, yeah. this is something you haven't yeah. seen before. <laughs> round three, he's sort of yeah, walking it's, around. It's like a nun in a bikini. <laughs> you're just like, well, I didn't expect that, but I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> That's not too bad. Yeah. I do remember watching uh, watching one game with Chris Dawes, who was a beast for chasing and tackling and yeah. everything yeah. like that. And I actually saw Chris Dawes on the halfback flank chased down a player the player kicked it across the other side of the ground the other halfback flank Dawes ran past Watts all the way over to pressure the guy who was kicking it I was like come on man you you can do more than that but you know Goodwin's not going to put up with a lot of that and Mm. so he's kind of got the choice of whether he's going to step up or or not Um, the best part about it is that we've actually got a list now that seems Mm. to have depth that will say you're going to have to earn that spot because we've got other players yeah. who can play. Well, Tracker and Wiedemann coming in, like they're going to fill roles, which Bradshaw. Yeah, you yeah. And then you got like you, you got the other guys like Garlett, um, yeah. even Nibbler, Neil Bullen, who yeah. who yeah. he had last year. He played a couple of senior games and he looked yeah. out of place at AFL level. Yeah. But every time he was in the VFL, he was racking up thirty plus yeah. touches yeah. a game. Well, so even he was the, smashing. Even the games he played, he showed show those flashes that he you know, he knows his way around the game. Maybe his yeah. confidence got to get it bigger or something like that. But he's definitely got the talent there. Yeah, you go back to that Geelong game down at uh, Simmons Stadium where, you know, he kicked four goals yeah. in that game yep. and he knew where the goals were and everything yep. like that. So the guy can play yeah. and he but he'll push. And one of the big ones is Dean Kent. Yeah. So Dean yeah. Kent, if he can stay healthy. That guy's a jet with his chasing and his tackling. He'll beat out Jeff Garlett out of that team if yeah. you know, if he's healthy. He's he is one of my more favourite players to watch. Yep, can be diverse as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I just had they've got to nurture the talent they've got. Like there's no really like you said the ones that you there's winners on every line on the way up are the expected ones. We've been lots about them and they've proved that last year. It's a matter of just managing that talent. And the, the worst thing is the the young players with injuries they've got to manage, which is tough because there's a fair few of them. Um, but I'll go into that with the players in the outer. Yeah, I want to see uh, a bit more of Bug. Thomas Bug? Yeah. 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 He's a little. <laughs> the other players don't. Yeah. <laughs> was it his, his first year last year, wasn't it? At, yep. at Melbourne. At yeah. Melbourne. Um, always going to be a good player. You've just got to keep him out of the pubs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's another fan favourite. They absolutely love him because he's just in there niggling. And, uh, yeah. Oh, he's a little yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He makes Ballantyne look like that's, that's what yeah. Jordan Lewis is like. You know, so Bug, you know, we're looking for those competitive type players. Yeah. The one thing that Jordan Lewis is going to bring and teach a lot of these young guys is how to be a bit of a C-U-N-T. So, yeah, you, know, you can say cunt. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, we do a lot of games up in the Northern Territory, so we'll see you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, you just want him to turn out better than Scully. Well, it's, it's, he's playing well. Yeah, you know, he's a bastard. Yeah, finally. <laughs> then again, we got, yeah, we, we got a few picks and everything like yeah. that for seeing the back of him. Yeah. And I know, what is it, five years after the fact now, but the amount of money that's thrown at him, you can't blame the kid. Yeah, it's going, shit done. I like money. Yeah. You know, take he had to take a pay cut, though, with his next contract. I'm sure his dad didn't, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, since Sydney get the, the cost of living allowance, GWS do the reverse, and it's so cheap, they've got to pay the AFL. <laughs> um, so, who else you got on the chopping block, then, Ben? I got, uh, well, it's pretty obvious one. It's Jack Trengrove, just because he's injured all the time. Um, because there was, they were trying to shop him around, was it last year or year before? Uh, yeah, yeah, before the yeah, Tigers. Tigers looking at yeah, the game yeah. of medical and went, nah, no yeah. good. And so he's going to be a tough one. another season that was ridden off, but he yep. came back, played a couple of games last season, mm. looked all right. But again, it just sort of, it, it sort of shows the depth that Melbourne actually now has. Exactly. And he's 25 um, years old now too. Yeah. So, and, and what all of this depth does is mean in, in recruiting, in 
drafting and things like that, you'd, you're yep. not really drafting for need or something. Yeah. You're not going, oh, we need a tool. Let's just grab yeah. that one. It's like, who's the best player that's you know that yeah. we've identified here and going for that, and then just continually pushing players out. You know, yeah. Bernie Vince is going to exactly. have to hold on to his spot and things like that. And the other you thing is, you, want. You, you allow want you, you allow like the people who are injured enough time to recover. They don't have to be rushed back in the side to fill a yep. spot mm, that, that yeah. they usually would have taken. Yeah, and that's what Trenners has had. Trent Groves, exactly. You know, they he really just gave him a lot of time this time around. And Jack Kennedy Harris as well. I mean, he's had that hamstring injury. It's been yeah. like the third or fourth time that he's done it. Yeah, he was Show looking talent. really good in the JLT. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then he's broken his arm. So mm. yeah, he's it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's poor bastard. Because yeah, he showed flashes of brilliance. It was a bit, little bit, uh, a little bit thin, a little bit skinny when he first came in, but yeah. had that natural talent, the natural sort of ability to to read the play. Hunger, hunger. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Just a little bit intimidated by the big bodies that he's playing with now, but. You know, that's just about a matter of confidence having that team around but you, which they got now. So For a bloke his size, though, it, you're right. It is uh, maybe intimidated, but it's also self-preservation a little bit. True, I mean, definitely. It, there's yeah. one thing to be brave. There's another thing to be, you know, yeah. brave for a minute and then out on the sidelines yeah. for four weeks. Yeah. And, um, and you do lose perspective of how big the players are because they're yeah. surrounded by other big players on yeah. the screen. Until you stand next to them, like, holy shit. So that's why I do like, you know, occasionally getting uh, a seat to the game right near the bench or something yeah. like that. And you just see, well, that, that's a big motherfucker. I could take him. I'm seeing Matt Jack Door come off one stage and go, fuck, he's even bigger than yeah. I thought. I went down to one of the Melbourne training sessions a couple of years back and it was when Jake Spencer had just shaved his head and everything like that. <laughs> and he was jogging along the sidelines and, you know, he's a ruckman, he's a big boy, and I, but he, he jogged past and I was like, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, he looked like a bad guy out of Dick Tracy or something like that, too, with a shaved head. Yeah. Just the size of his chest and everything. Oh, man. I play football, see? <laughs> I like doing the, the Joe Rogan comparison. Like, if this guy was going to rape me, could I stop him? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> it's a very uh, uh, humiliating feeling. Sometimes you just look at it and you go, I can't believe we're the same species. Yeah, exactly. Like, this just doesn't make Especially sense. Especially when it's Spencer. <laughs> um, okay, so... When it gets down to it, where do we see the Demons finishing in uh, 2017? Well, I've got them finishing seventh place. I think they're going to be up and up. Uh, I like where they're going. It's going to be consistent, uh, contingent on, going to be uh, dependent on whether they're going to have the injuries and they're going to yeah. be able to um, maintain, or not maintain injuries, but fix them up. I think they will. They've got the depth now. Don't rush players back in. So, yeah, and I like the start of their season. The um, the way the schedule is, I think it's all looking positive for them to be able to come yeah. out of the blocks, have a flyer. I've got them fifth. Um Pretty much because I think a lot of the the close games they lost last year, yeah. I think they've got the um, the cool headed talent, especially in on field leadership with Lewis, to turn those around to get the the goal they need to get when they need to get it. Yeah. Yep. So I I think they could have a massive season. Well, last year they had ten wins, and I see that they've improved. Like, yeah. Uh, they haven't. The, their losses aren't best twenty two losses. Maybe Lyndon Dunn, but still he's on. You know, uh, I think he's just turned thirty. I'm not sure. Um, but So he's on the, the downslide anyway. So if they had 10 wins last year, I see them getting more wins this year, which means they've got to go up. Yep. Um, and I've got them pl- playing finals as well, which will be the first time in, what, six or seven years they played finals? No? Keep counting. Keep counting. It's longer than that, is it? <laughs> not 2000, surely. 2006 or something like that. Okay. So a while. Um, but uh, yeah, so Nathan all... Th- Jones, Nathan Jones played in the last final and that was his first season. There you right. go. So it's uh, it's been a while for him. How many games is he up to roughly? Uh, he's north of one hundred and fifty. Over two over two hundred. There you go. Mm. Which is north of one hundred and fifty. So yeah. I'm, I'm right. It's got to be at least <laughs> at least forty. <laughs> um, Ricky, where do, you, where do you see the the D's finishing? Yeah, I'm just going to say uh, eighth. 
just not to be too optimistic. Yep. I'm a Melbourne supporter, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I, I do like the cautious, yeah. qualified optimism. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll sneak into finals. We'll, you know, uh, seventh would be good because you know Bulldogs managed exactly. to do a lot from that spot last uh, last time around. But um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go eighth, and there's still a bit of consistency. I think that needs to be proven yep. um happy for them to prove me wrong pretty quickly you got guys like Wiedemann if Wiedemann comes good and and yeah. he's a pretty solid player the whole yeah. year then that's going to tell a whole different story for that team yeah um we've got a pretty good backbone like the the whole way through the team actually you know the the, the spine the spine's yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. pretty impressive with, yeah. with big maxi in the middle definitely um, Petrarca's in that same boat like um <laughs> he'll be a real litmus test for how they develop younger players because he, he could be anything yeah well they played Brayshaw up in the yep. forward line yeah. as well, this mm. this JLT. And, um, you know, he actually did some, been doing some really good things up there. And if you actually look at a lot of the guys as well, even Petrarca, who's been fit, you know, from the day we drafted him, yeah. uh, he's lost quite a few kegs and yep. uh, Hogan's dropped weight. Yep. Mm. Um, Clarence uh, has, has dropped some weight as well, Clary. And, um you know, there's just a whole bunch, and they're the young guys. So exactly. they they've come in, they've dropped weight, they've gotten their fitness up. Um, and Brayshaw, like at the middle of last year, started doing that with his fitness. Yep. Um, you know, he does look like he's had a stroke. But <laughs> he, um, he's looking pretty fit. Well, his his uncle's allowed to speak to him again now. Now that James has left North, it's uh, still, I don't know, still not. It doesn't, yeah. mean, it doesn't mean you want to. Yeah. <laughs> He was saying a few times he'd go down to the Melbourne change room and all of a sudden some of the, the coaches are coming around. It's like, hang on, what, what are you discussing here, mate? You can fuck right off. <laughs> Still going to do that. It's a shame we couldn't get Angus to host the footy show, but never mind. Maybe in the future. All right, so uh, all three of us have got uh, got these playing finals this year and uh, the way that the latter's predictions have gone up, they might even be a final in Melbourne. So uh, anyway, thanks for lending some um, expert advice for the D's on us, Ricky. Um, saves us watching their games over the last couple of years. But um, it looks like the, the long rebuild is finally coming to fruition, I think. Yeah, with yep. any luck. And thanks for calling it expert advice. <laughs> <laughs> By comparison, it is. Yep. <laughs> All right. See you later. Thank right. you. Thanks, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.